Blog Talk Radio. F-A-T. Celebrating um, birthdays in in this great month of February, which is by the way Black History Month. So we want to uh, we want to shout everybody out. Black History Month birthdays February. Anybody? Nobody? Where the birthdays at across the screen? If you celebrating a birthday today. Uh, put it across the screen so that we will know and we can shout you out. Um, you know what? Uh, this month is not February. Black History Month. Yeah, I, I, I said that. You your your video still kind of like doing its thing, but I can hear you. But it's it's doing its you, thing. You know you know what happened? We had cut off completely. I, I'm still looking at it. Still looking at you. You kind of you froze at first, and then you you came back in. Then I, I put you back in, but now you just a blank screen. But I can hear your voice though. But anyway, um, just like we got life, we got death, 
And uh, we at the Fat Cat Show, we want to send our condolences out to those who uh, lost people um, during this time. You know, a lot of people still dying from COVID-19. So we want to be uh, aware. We want to still social distance and uh, put on and keep our mask on and all that. And uh, we did lose uh, the guy, the actor that played Screech from Saved by the Bell. Um, he he died today of uh, a battle with cancer. Uh, so hearts and um, prayers go out to his family or whatever. You know, he, just because we don't know him don't mean that we can't be sympathetic, sympathetic to certain things. But uh, we we uh, wishing his family uh, send our condolences to his family. And all of you who are uh, going through the same thing. Amen. But I don't know what's happening with my partner. Satellite? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I I just can't get your picture. I don't know what, you know. I I, I got your voice, but I can't, you know. It must be something on your end. Nah, ain't nothing on my end. Because everything else has been shut down. But we we still hear you. We still hear you. Uh, So... What what's up today, man? What what's happening? Everything and nothing at all. <laughs> but uh I wanna put this out here out here. Um you can um follow us on uh and listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. You can also catch us on iHeart and Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, Tune In, uh all the above platforms, iTunes, uh Apple Podcasts. Uh, check us out and we trying to build those subscribers on YouTube so follow us at the Fat Cat Show Network on YouTube uh, it don't take nothing but a click just just click that uh, that subscribe button and uh, you on your way amen but um, anyway man uh, uh, this this is this is crazy man your boy Screech man I know I know that was your, your role model man but dang he done checked up out of here. You used to dress like him. You thought that was so cool in high school. You had your cur- you had curly hair like you. You used mm-hmm. to like the fellas to rub in your head. But but um I don't man, I don't know what's going on with why you not showing on on, on Skype. <clears throat> on Skype. This is crazy right here, man. Yeah, um, it's got to be Skype, something with Skype. Yeah, something, yeah, because I, I can hear you. Because um, before we um, went out, um, it was like a green screen at first. Mm. And then it shut off. Oh, okay. Okay, but we're we, we going we gonna to keep it keep it moving, or unless you uh, want to try to, uh, uh, you probably don't. Want to get me on a uh, uh, Facebook hmm. Messenger? That might, that might, that might do it. Yeah, that that'll get them on our side. Okay. Yeah. You, you want to try that? Um. Or, or are you good? Hmm. I could, we can go ahead. I'll try to message you up just while we're doing the show. Oh, okay. You said what? I tried to message you um, when we when we do as we're doing the show. Okay, okay. So anyway, um, let me get back get back to 
this show at hand. But anyway, uh, I don't know if you uh, you you heard about this that uh, the former uh, old, uh, offensive tackle for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, well, he beat up his black girlfriend. Right. Beat up his black girlfriend, and uh, they tried to they tried to kind of keep this thing under wraps. And you know, and I'm not gonna make um, I'm not gonna make uh, punishing jokes about you know uh, uh, abuse and stuff like that because um, it's it's a sad case of men who uh, put their hands on 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 people. But I want to watch. I want you to watch this video. It was some things in this video that came out that I didn't I didn't even know about, and um. And it's kind of a sort of a lesson to you know to c- certain women. You got to look out for you know and and the misconceptions that some women have about abusive men because you don't know what abusive abusive man look like until he get his hands on you. But uh, we want to watch this video and uh, we're gonna uh, talk about it a bit. The Seattle Seahawks say they have cut all ties with the lineman who's been arrested on domestic abuse charges. His girlfriend called 911 saying he was trying to kill her. And details of what she says happened are truly disturbing. An NFL player is accused of almost beating his girlfriend to death. And now we're hearing the terror she says she went through. What is it that's happening? The victim is whispering because she's hiding in a locked bathroom. Please help me now. My arms just won't have them come in this room now. At one point, she texts 911 because she was too afraid to speak out loud. Please come in. He's trying to kill me, reads the text. Break down the door now. According to court documents, the fight broke out when her boyfriend, 27-year-old Chad Wheeler, allegedly asked her to bow down to him. When she refused, he strangled her with both hands until she passed out, leaving noticeable fingerprints on both sides of her neck. When she regained consciousness, Wheeler remarked, wow, you're alive? That's when she fled into the bathroom and locked the door. At one point, Cobb said Wheeler hit the lock. When she and regained the consciousness, you can Wheeler hear the remarked, moment. wow, you're he alive? Wheeler is 6 foot 7 and weighs 310 pounds. He played for the Seattle Seahawks, who were eliminated in this year's NFC wildcard game. Wheeler is blaming his actions on a manic episode. Well, we get the picture. Uh, you still on satellite? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, so there, there we have it. He choked her because she wouldn't bow down to him. Wow. That's terrible. Huh? That's terrible. And see, I want I want to I want to mention a couple of things right quick because um you know, we have of course feel free to date who you want to date, but most of the times um most black women think that the ice is colder on the other side and they get to uh, dating like like um, nobody from the opposite sex will put their hands on them or things like that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not condoning nothing like that. But that that is some you know where did he get? Would he have done that to uh, somebody in his own race, or did he just you know 
it it you question the the you know the relationship the status of the relationship was she just you know i mean it doesn't condone what he did to her but it just questions did they did they have that kind of like master slave relationship where he just did that but then again they said he was he claiming that he he's bipolar he has um CTE. Oh yeah, yeah. That's another another thing. Too. Yeah, and um, they're talking about suing the NFL. Wow. Yep. You know what? Um, you're frozen up now too. I'm I'm looking at the video. I'm still. I'm looking at it too. Uh, I don't know. But uh, but I, I I just I don't I don't I can't really call it. It's just you know um, but he beat the he beat, oh, man, you keep, oh man he, you hear me yeah you you can keep surprising me with that that audio um they um he beat the crap out of her yeah she looked like she was dead right and he said oh you still alive. You know mm. that that makes me you know make me wonder. Do you, do you think it's a, a reason to ever put your hands on a woman if she tries to kill you? I'm saying, say you you walked in in the room bedroom and you see a man on top of your wife, would you be beat her down for that? Ooh, it will take everything in my power, <laughs> in my God's power, not to do nothing. Especially you in my house. Oh you can, Lord! You could let let her take a shower, then y'all can pray about it. Ooh, we, yeah. I'm about to pray, <laughs> <laughs> man. Why you? <laughs> Especially if he passed a Wilson in my wife. Oh my God! Huh? I know well, a woman that said Pastor Wilson. There was nothing. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> I said, Pastor Wilson, I don't know what he's doing. You about to make me spit this bitch up. <laughs> man. Unbelievable. Man. But, I mean, you know. Pastor Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know what? But I do know, believe that women know that they can they can uh, irk, irk us. They have a certain thing that they do that, that can irk us. Like my my wife knows she could do certain things. She know my push buttons and stuff like that. She you never, you never beat your wife before, have you? Nah, man, I don't put my so hands on. She don't know what to do to make you beat her. Nah, nah, nah. See, <laughs> so what, what what could you do for you to make you put your hands on your wife? What what can she do to make you put your hands on your wife? Like I said, if if my wife was trying to kill me, or See, and like I said, that well, what if she only tried to kill you a little, a little bit? Hmm. What if she only tried to kill you a little What's bit? What's a little bit? Oh, I think I'm about to kill you, but <laughs> uh, what is that? Sometimes, you know, like if a woman stabs, she stab you enough so you need surgery, but it ain't nothing. <laughs> man, you crazy, man. You crazy. <laughs> but then, but then again, like I said, that other thing, if you cheat in my house with another man. Man, I'm gonna have to. Oh Lord Jesus, I'm gonna have to. 
I'm gonna have to really pray, 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 pray. Wait a minute. Yeah, just pray, just pray that he wore rubber. Stop. Hey, we we <laughs> we got we got a caller. Hold on. You rocking with the fat cat? Hey, show fat cat. The, what's happening? Hey, fat cat. It's Brady. I'm just tuning in. I don't know anything prior, so I'm just okay. listening. Okay, okay. Um but but once once again, man, we was uh we was we was really uh uh get get down she said uh she say Pastor Wilson was trash, dude. Huh? That's crazy, ain't it? <laughs> I say would you would you used to messing around with a super freak? <laughs> I ain't never heard no woman say Pastor Wilson was trash. Damn. Damn. But you can't do what Pastor Wilson can do. You ain't nothing. Oh. (laughs) God. You crazy, man. You crazy, but you you a man. Was was that trash? I wish I had his skills. (laughs) You said you wish you had his skills. Hell yeah, man. I'll be the man. Pastor Wilson about what? He about 60? Probably about in his 60s and stuff like that, man. He's eating like the cookie monster. <laughs> stop, man. Stop, stop. <laughs> you crazy, man. But but like I said, uh, there, but the, I, overall, I don't think there's ever a reason for a, a, a man to put his hands on, on a woman. You know, but like you said, unless you, your girl cheating on you, then you have full permission. But you, but you know what though, and and, and that's and that's a level that, that is it's only a level to me too because I I could say I could say this you know because men we we talked about this before when you pour your heart out you pour your heart out to a, a woman it takes a lot for a man to, you know most of us men especially menly men to really show our emotions for for women and then when we finally do and we open up to that woman and and if we give her give our heart to her that's something uh that's treasure to us that's something that's gold and so if you if that woman take that heart and just do what step all on it walk all on it then of course that's a that, that's a point cuz we don't like to be pushed is, is Brandy still on the phone let, let me see. Okay, hold on. Yes, I am. Yeah, go ahead, Brandy. Okay, Brandy, uh, let me ask you this question, okay? You're a woman. Mm-hmm. Have you ever um, said to yourself, you should have beat her A about one of your girls that's been cheating on her man or something? Yeah, I knew a guy that was really abusive to her husband physically. Damn. No, I'm talking about oh, the other way around. I don't want to hear about no women uh, beating on men. So I'm just saying, I'm like, why did he kick her ass? I'm, I'm, I'm like, come on now, you gonna take a punch? Oh, I get what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Why didn't, why didn't he yeah. stop her? Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, in front of people. <laughs> and, and, and you know, you know what's so, you know what's so funny too, is most of the men that that take that type of abuse from women are usually uh, men that were kind of like mama's boy, and they. And they mm-hmm. You know, and they and they respect women so much to the degree that they don't they don't believe in putting their hands on women. Man, I they used to work with scratches all on my neck, chunks missing up my arm, the skin missing up my arm. Hey. Until one day, I don't believe. You said until one day. I don't believe that. 
Are you so silly? I don't believe that because they're a mama's boy. I believe that their mama kicked their ass. I'm sorry, excuse my language. Kicked mm-hmm. their butt to the point where they take abuse so much from their mother, they don't mind taking it from the next female. For instance, I'm a single parent with a son. I could say I, I beat him. I, like, I mean, really put my foot in his butt four times. He's 15 now. I make sure it counts. Only time I did. Only time I did. Huh? Man, what's wrong what with you? you? Say? Anyway, one time he was like four years old, and I knew he cursed around his friends and his cousins and all that. But when I heard it, I parked my car, took my seatbelt out, and gave him three blows. I said, "I don't care who you cuss around. You a I don't care if you do cuss. But you better not let me hear you cuss." That was the end of it. Thirty years later, huh? you be the infant. Three, four years old, he was not an infant, believe me. He was cussing <laughs> like a sailor, and it's my fault. Well, I, I want to blame him. I want to blame him. It was my fault, but I better not hear. You're going to teach you, you going to respect me. Mm. But you don't beat no little four Whatever. What, you haven't seen the four-year-olds four to this day. You make sure you don't like them. Anyway, the teacher should always say, oh, why the hell he came from a different household? Because he just pardoned me. He opened the door for the ladies and all of that. I said, yeah, I taught him that. See, the thing is, is that you could be a – a mom and teach him to respect, and it's very hard to say, oh, my son don't have his father around. Well, you surround him with positive male role models. My brother-in-law, I mean, he's but, a very good gentleman. When a woman so is around him. A man, he'll grow up not to like women, to be women. You can't, you can't be a woman to put your hand or downgrade hey. uh, a man. Hey, but let me, let me, let me switch gears. Let me switch gears right quick. We want to get into another uh, topic before we get into our main topic of today. Um, in uh, Wilmington, uh, North South Carolina, there was a they caught a, a police chief and a couple of um, police officers uh, doing racial slurs. Right? Um, they were caught on their own body cams uh, with uh, doing uh, racial slurs and talking about slavery and all of this and that. But uh, check this out right quick. And uh, we're going to get into it uh, after this video. I don't own no slaves. My folks didn't own no slaves. My hey, I'm a, hey. You know, what do we talk about? 200 years ago? It seems to me like they furnished them a house to live in. They furnished them clothes to put on their back. They furnished them food to put on their table, and all they had to do was work. And now we give them all those things, and they don't have to work. That's it. Well, you get the you get the uh, picture. Um, right here, the article says three members of North Carolina Police Department have been fired after the department audit of a video recording captured one of the officers saying a civil war was necessary to wipe black people off the map and that he was ready. Ain't that something? Wait a minute. Um, It gets even more detailed in here uh, of what he said. Wait a minute. I'm trying to go down here right now and said. um, said that he felt the Civil War was needed to wipe them off the effing map that that'll put them back about four or five generations. 
Um, according to the police, the officers admitted it was their voices on the video and didn't deny any of the content. While the officers denied that they they were racist, they blamed their comments on the stress of law enforcement in the light of protests over the death of George Floyd. So they don't blame the dead man for um, their little racist rants. What you what's your take on that uh, satellite? <laughs> I think all of them should be fired. They they did they did they allowed them to. This is the funny thing. They allowed to fire. I mean, get rid of you, no pay at all. Right. See, they they allowed um them to resign. They said the chief, the uh, others resigned. They said they fired one of them because he um, didn't bring his equipment back on time so they fired them but the funny thing about that is when you resign it really don't get into what what happened so you can go on and, and apply for another you know police job yeah well, all they do is go to another it, right. um, city and apply and, and, go to another county and you still a cop and so and and this is the thing with me is that you you see this you know in incidents like this, and then you and you see how most of these cops are failing, and and then you look at the number of shootings of black people with cops, and that's not questionable. Or I, we know they don't care, but this is just you know I mean what's the solution? What what would you say is our solution? To start shooting back. I would think that would stop a lot of that bull crap if people start shooting them, <laughs> shooting back instead of uh, marching. What, what you laughing right. at, Brad? Okay, let me give you the facts. North Carolina was the last state to secede from the Confederates. Confederation, period. Of course you're going to have racist people all over the country. I don't care. Don't think they lost the Civil War. Shut up, okay? The thing of the matter is racism is generational. His father taught him how to be racist. They live in North Carolina. Of course his father was racist. That was the last state to secede from the Confederation. So I expect that. I'm surprised about how you handle it, you know. Now, them car don't take, hey, they got in a bad predicament. They should have shut up. So I know a lot of black racists. I know, I know a lot of white racists. I know Indian racists. I know Chinese racists. You know, a lot of people hate the black community. doesn't matter. I don't care. The worst racist party saw been to was in Georgia back in 96. Was in the flag shop, my cousin and I, and I told her, I said, I said, lies, but I got a big mouth. We should take these Confederate flags and burn them in a parking lot. This man got in my face. He said, no. I said, don't you know your law? So I politely brought four Confederate flags and burned them in the parking lot. Mm. Nothing he can do about it. What are you going to do about it? You burn an American flag? I don't care. Now, if I lived down south during that time, I wouldn't be the quiet one. I would probably be a Nat Turner type. You know what I mean? It's like, you're stupid. And so you try to replace that ignorance with the racism that you were taught. Now you got cops. Oh, you do a good job. I mean, it's kind of hard. How many people you know want to be a cop? In your friend group, in your list, black, white, you don't matter what color. How many people you know actually want to get in law enforcement? Probably for the, you know, I think, what I think is, I think a lot of people, 
because uh, growing up, I had a couple of people that that wanted to be cops. Like, I mean, since first grade, and I I remember the guy I went to school with, Robert Smith, man. He 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 wanted to, since first grade he wanted to be a cop, and he ended up mm-hmm. he ended up be, being a cop when he grew up, and and so you know, I mean, and there was several other uh, people that they got, but you know, I think most people I don't think is is, I think people join the police force for different reasons. I think I do mm-hmm. believe that. I do believe the because um, they, they were probably some of them were probably wimps, and they then they they enjoyed the power of becoming a cop. Exactly. Once, once, but I I do believe that some people did join uh, the police force with this false sense of I can change things, I can help change things, or do things. I'm speaking up. I'm speaking up. You ask a you ask a first grader right now. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. No one says I want to be a cop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, especially in the inner city, it's like people don't want to be a cop because they know what's out there. And they'd rather be illegal or a drug dealer or whatever because I already know the system. I've been arrested so much. But see, the thing is that we had more black cops in places like North Carolina. This probably wouldn't be a problem, but guess what? Who lives in North Carolina who's not racist? Even the black people I met in North Carolina, they but racist I'm, against their own race. Down but I'm going to say this. I'm gonna say this, but just recent, in recent years, there was a shortage of, of police officers in the city of Detroit, and that you had an influx of you had an influx of um, people that were trying to join the police force but couldn't dr- pass the drug test, and then they sent and for then, then they sent for officers from from other cities as they came down here and took the jobs. The civil service job. And you know what? So, and, and you know, I must, I must amend James Craig. You know what the Detroit Police Department did? They developed a recruitment team. So whenever you go to Detroit at work and apply for a job, guess who's there? A person from Detroit Police Department to tell you the truth. They basically tell you, if you smoke weed like this, they told me I'm over here applying for Chrysler. If you smoke weed lightly, you wait 45 days. The most you can wait is 90 days. Do not smoke weed heavily. If you want this job, you want to make money, you go ahead and stop right now. You got any job. You want a job? Stop doing what you t- typically do. There's people out here that won't stop doing because they have addiction. But they, Detroit police, to me, don't make enough money. Right. Because um, I was gonna become a Detroit cop when I was in my twenties. Same and here. I, I seen the um, the pay rate. I was like, oh no, I ain't, ain't about to uh, risk my life doing mm-hmm. this crap. Mm-hmm. I don't care about people. I understand. Enough. <laughs> you gotta realize right. there's a probationary period. For instance, I live in a neighborhood full of cops, and this is the area where, remember, when Coleman A. Young became president, I mean, sorry, mayor of Detroit, there was a white flight. So all the people who wanted to work in Detroit, he made a law. If you want to work in Detroit, you got to live in Detroit. you want to be a city worker, you got to live in Detroit. So he built all these type of old inside sub- mm-hmm. I'm old. Anyway, he built all these type of <laughs> suburban yeah, areas. He's like 55, years old, right? No, it's called Reed. Okay, so he built all these um, inside the city, suburban sites, okay? Rosedale Park, Indian Village, um, some areas around 8 Mile. You know, around 8 Mile, the houses are nicer. The closer you get to 8 Mile. Mm-hmm. Well, those yeah. are the houses that were built so that people who were from the suburbs would feel more comfortable by working in the city of Detroit. Because all they got to do is go straight across 8 Mile to their family's house. So he made a rule that that was a rule. 
once you start stop telling people they got to live in the city, of course they're gonna have another. They have to call it. They call it a, 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 a um, black influx as far as the suburbs. You know, the school district fails. I'm moving on the suburbs. I think he's really bad the houses. You know, so yeah. but back then that's what happened. So I deal with yeah. retired cops, cops that are now turning into detectives. So I asked them how to get started. How did you get started in the Detroit Police Department? Well, I went to the training. I, I was on the beat. And I'm a detective. Okay, well, you make a lot of money now because you moved up. Any job, you moved up in the ranks. I don't care if they charge $10 an hour. Hey, think about what you want to do. If you're good at solving problems, be a detective. Right. But, you know, um, I want to get into our, our main topic of the day. You know, we I knew I was going to run run over in, in most of these topics right here, but, uh, but I want to get into our, our main topic for today. And I, I noticed you didn't do that satellite, so it, it, it it's good though. We we'll rock That's on. That's we like rock off. <laughs> oh we'll, no. We'll, we'll rock on like this. But uh here we go. Our topic for today. Which wait for your for your mate if they were incarcerated. Wouldn't you wait for your mate if they were incarcerated? Um I know Unfortunately, I know a lot of um, situations like that happen like this. I remember, um, you know, when I was little, my uncle was incarcerated, and um, and during this time, you know, um, my auntie was waiting. You know, his wife was waiting on him to get out of jail when I was little, and he did. He did what? Two years, two to three years. He got caught up in that. Uh, that BK when Coleman Young took over and he was locking up all the gangs, and um, my uncle was one of them that got caught, caught and he did th- he did two to three years, and my and my auntie had to sit sit and wait on him to get out, and so um, shoot, recently um, I had a coworker that who uh, husband did a he did it like a five year stretch. Yeah, I can't speak on whether she was faithful or not or what, whatever, but hey, but she she did it and she with her husband now he he got out and you know, she was she was so happy for him she went and bought him all these all this gear and stuff so I don't know what's going on now but hey, but I know it can be done but the question is, w- will you be willing to do that? So, so satellite, what about you? Would, could you? Yeah, really- if my girl got locked up. Hello? Hello? What happened to satellite? Yeah, I really want to put on this one. <laughs> Can I say something? Let me give you my experience. Okay. My experience from people I know first would be that like I had somebody in my family, I won't say her name, of course, in love with the person that she was with. Not married. <laughs> in love with the person she was with. And um, I had to wait for him for six years. And every guy I meet, I would tell them, we can do what we want to do, but after six years, I'm my man coming out. So he came out. <laughs> wow. And they were together for a while, but he's kind of, he kind of, he kind of possessive, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, really a stalker. And the jail taught him a lot more things. And guess what? Guess where you at now? In jail. In jail. You hear me? Yeah. I hear you now, Saturday. Okay. Yep. That was a waste of seven no, years. If my girl got locked up um, for 10 weeks, uh, I would have to leave her. 
10 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, shut up. I mean, say 10 weeks, I meant 10 days. 10 days. <laughs> 10 days. We quiet, man. Now, it, and it all depends on what what my woman <laughs> did, too. Is she out here being a killer? I don't want to be with no killer. What if she was selling crack? Man, she was selling crack. Then, hey, I definitely can't do, do nothing. No, no, no. Say. Amen. Two years because she was um, tricking at the strip bar. What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he was, oh. She was doing a Cardi B. Sound like when she was on the car, you see, hey, I got the money, though, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Like, this wild woman. Hold on, sound like, oh. sound like she at the strip club, she she getting all this money from all these people, you know, drugging them, taking their money, and then she bring the money home to you. Will you still wait for her, or will you say, not forget it? Mm. Nah, well, I, I want you to ask another man ahead of you. I, I got more sense than that. Ain't no so money you can me, you all the money. She makes... She make $100,000, believe me, I heard it, a day, drugging guys. They didn't have sex with them, just drug them, take their money. She got caught, she go to jail. But all this money she's bringing home to you to actually invest that money so when she get out of jail, you got you already got it set up. Y'all teaming it. Will you wait for her to get out of jail? I think the most you can get for that is two and a half to five years. Will you wait for her? Hell no. For what? <laughs> okay. You know, bitch, hey, you might get mad at me. If I was your girl good. and I did that, I'd be mad at you. It's like hey. I, I set us up, and you can, I could do two and a half to five years in jail. You you just didn't wait for me. You the wrong man. I picked the wrong one. Wow. You, you picked the wrong one. Number one thing in the relationship. Somebody that's equally yoked. <laughs> right, and number one thing in the relationship is be a team. Not make a equally plan. yoked. Because I'm, I'm not messing around. You with better be mm-hmm. Yeah. Just you picked the wrong one. Then. Hey. Would you a pharmacist? I don't care. I can't even just say nothing. Knock him out. How do you know? You know what? Shia now, Craig, I'm saying that's different. Hey, Shad say you already know I'm out. I'm not waiting. Damn. Don't right, believe nothing. Right. But that's the whole thing. When when you marry somebody, or if you're in a relationship with somebody, y'all gotta make a business plan. I don't care if you marry the person you love all your life. What mm. if something happens and you're like, I don't know. I mean, I met people who got married and then they got divorced because I don't want to have kids. Couldn't y'all talk about that before marriage? Mm. People just get married because they don't, they don't want to be alone. Right, right. Why else? You better have a business plan before you get married. This is what I want. If you can't satisfy this, I'm not marrying you. I'm gonna use a big star. Let me think of Jay Z and Beyonce. You didn't just got married for love. They had a business plan. Beyonce, you better have this many children by this Right, right. That's what I'm saying. I'm using them as an example. But in every marriage, like for instance, my uncle, they don't have a million dollars. I'm using them as an example, but I know people who have way less money than that, but have business plans and they're married. Okay. I, I know. My uncle, you're my, a my uncle. If you want to use. All right, I'll give you. Okay, retired military person, a person that's an entrepreneur. They got married. Yeah, no, I'm talking about a poor, okay. poor person. Give me a poor, poor person okay. as an example. A poor, poor person. A poor, poor yeah. person. Um, know how to hu- if they don't know how to hustle, I don't know how to deal with them. Mm. I want to date somebody that don't know how to hustle, so I can't. So my, I, don't, I can't give you a poor, poor person. person. They might be hustling for $20. Bucks. $20 might be good enough for you. Mm. I, I don't know about that. I don't know what, nothing about that. So I can't, you, uh, what kind of hustler? Make it how much money? I'm not, I don't give up. It's all. It's a hustle spirit, you know? Like, it could be a hustle and not be a drug dealer. 
Ten thousand dollars a year. Like for instance, okay, let me give you my husband's experience. For instance, I don't do things illegal for our hustling. Well, put it this way, I, I do these unethical, but I don't think I don't do things illegal for hustling. Like, I don't. I do things unethical, mm. but not illegal. So mm. if I'm out of a job, guess what I'm doing? I'm doing my favorite hustle. Resumes wow. and finding people who are unemployed jobs. Sometimes I take off work just to do it. I make more money doing that than I work. I when I work downtown, I, right <laughs> I didn't hear you. Are you married? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang, she said that like it was a crime. Nah. I'm saying you, found, you know I how to find somebody you, you, you can make you a man. To make you silly. <laughs> I mean, and the one that's unethical thing. See, see, you know, you, you, already, see, see, you already know what was up with Brandy. Brandy, that, remember when she, she went dance with another dude? Remember that? Yeah. She, oh, you talking about that time? <laughs> she, went, she went dance with another dude. So, you know, the minute, the minute them cuffs go on my man, she'd be like, I'm out of here. You have a good night. Good life. Right. It, depends what you do. it depends on what you do. Because I was, I was proposed to someone that wasn't illegally hustling. I mean, what was illegally hustling? I'm like, oh, no. Nah. First of all, I wouldn't date you if you're selling drugs to the community because I know what's going to happen in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Because you, I mean, that's just stupid. The community going to be messed up. You got abandoned home. Okay, come on. You think you're responsible for all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's what the DEA said. The, I mean, the district attorney said, you're responsible for the the lies. I mean, people say their babies are crack. Why would on earth would I marry somebody who's dealing with something like that? There's mm. other hustle ways yeah, out here. But you do know Get a damn skill. just selling drugs, right? Huh? Hustle ain't just selling I do drugs. I understand. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Like, for instance, I know a hustler that actually got a skill. He's a master electrician. Yeah, I will date you. You know, I said, you got a, a legit hustle. And all you do is do things people don't do. And you got a license and everything. What kind of man do you date? Smart. I'm a sapiosexual. I like intelligent men. And it's very, it's very hard to find in Detroit when especially the guys are usually in the, the two dates. A license plate technician. You said what kind of what? A, a like license. Hear you. A license plate technician. No, I don't date drugs. Oh, okay, come on now. They're in the jail. They're in the damn jail. Okay, <laughs> no. You're so silly. Yeah, I date people that's smart. That, that attracts me. You do a license plate in You're the so prison. Sick. Wow. That, yeah, I that know. That's why I said sick. no. That's not a hustle. That's a job. And you know, if you get if you make license plates for Michigan, you can pay less than if you make a license plate for Ohio. You get a five dollar dollar increase. Five dollar dollar increase. I know. I don't want to find out no way. <laughs> but reason, you know, the reason why I listen, reason why I want to get into the stuff is because I'm going to I have an issue. See, we get thirty seven cents an hour. I'm going to forty seven. Hey, I'm going to jail in Ohio. Yay, yay! Thank you. Texas is a big mistake, though. If you in jail in Texas and you make things for Texas, you get paid five dollars an hour. But if you make things that are spread around across the country in a private prison, you make fifteen dollars an hour. Mm. That's why everybody want to go to Texas. Not go to prison at all. <laughs> right. You know what? Wait a minute. Well, my, the reason why I wanted to talk about this. Look, she said I'm not putting money on these books or going to the trial. No. 
Damn. That's so hard. The trial? Well, he go to the trial. You be like, I ain't hey. got nobody to look out. And be looking sad. Like, I ain't even do nothing. Like, wow. But it's a, look- case by case, it's, a, it's a case-by-case issue. I wouldn't necessarily all people feel this way. But let's say, for instance, you go to jail for a tax evasion. Mm. You're going to get a lesser sentence if somebody went to jail for murder. That's the only thing I can think of. Because but, people go to jail for murder as you get out. And the question is, while well, I got that sentence, are you going to wait for me? Right. Right. Depending on the instrument. That's why I said case by case thing. Like, for instance, my boyfriend, I was young, but my boyfriend went to jail for double murder. Damn. And I, and I went, he called me and said, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I mean, listen, <laughs> I was young. Leave me alone. I didn't know he could do that. He would do that to me because I'm pretty, put this way, people scared to hurt me because I, they think I'm going to tackle them. Okay, I'm a big girl. Hurt. You know? so anyway. hurt. You're trying to kill them. No, I mean, you can't come at me with that crazy stuff. I don't believe in domestic violence. I'll stop that right then and there. That's my grandma, you know? <laughs> so he never was like that towards me, but he was with the jail for double murder, right? He was under under the age of 18. So he, he called me and said, I can get out. But I said, what are you talking about? Who are you first? Oh, I'm so-and-so. And I said, oh, yeah, how you doing? I said, this call, I knew it was about my cousin, my other cousin. You know, it's like a lot of cousins in there. Yeah, I'm getting out because they, they said they had made a new law that uh, because I was underage, I can get out. I said, okay, well, have a great life. You never, what, what you doing? Uh, living my life. You've been in jail for 20 years. So let me let me, let me me ask you, would you? Buddy, you got prison uh, muscles. Uh, you ain't going to take them back. Stop. Hey, would you would you date somebody that been in been in jail satellite? Who, me? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even date nobody that's been in re- uh, a recent relationship. <laughs> Hell no. Like, like, what you been in there for? Murder. <laughs> Murder. Murder. That's like teaching your girl how to use a gun. <laughs> I cheat too much for you to, um, to be uh, teaching you how to uh, use a gun. You might kill me. <laughs> He's so silly, satellite so and he might be all calm, he talks. Yeah, he, he opposite of me. Yeah, so Brandy, you, you I think you dated somebody in jail. I dated someone who went to jail before because they, this is this is their issue. They went to jail for selling drugs. And I'm I I don't like that. I'm not I'm mad at the fact that they actually sold drugs, but while they was in jail they had developed a business plan. And when they got out of jail, they ended up Investing, they have, they have grants. I mean, if everybody, if you listen, Michigan.gov, they get grants for everything. I don't care if you you was in jail for twenty years and you try to get on your feet, but I want to open a business. What you go to jail for? Selling drugs. Okay, you you got ten years. I mean, five years selling drugs. You must have, you must have been a good salesman. <laughs> they have grants for everybody. Well, anyway, he got out of jail and he got a grant and he opened, he said I want to open a business. And I said, hold on, you can't just open a business like that. So I helped him to open a business, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth and so on. He's still my friend to this day. That was 10 years ago. So, When I marry him, no. Satellite, anybody ever try to talk to you that was that was an uh, ex-inmate? Never. <laughs> Never. And I, you know, I didn't hear all types of women. <laughs> oh, man. So what you saying, Satellite? 
You know what? You I had a walk in. Trying to say. Um, the state took all her kids. Mm. And, um, oh, she had six kids. The state took all her kids, and I stopped talking to her because she had to pay child support. Wow. <laughs> Why did you stop talking to her because the state took all her kids? What if I get her pregnant? Shit, she might do some stuff and lose all her kids with me. Shit. <laughs> you know. I mean, why would you actually date someone that the with state the took their kids? They obviously don't care about their kids. Yeah, so how you, do they don't care you about you? Stopped, when yeah, I but, find out, I stopped dating. Shoot. The question is, why would you date somebody who had six kids? Jesus. Thank you. That was they ain't my kids, why would I kids? Shoot up, man. Wait, they don't be your kids? You might be the seventh. <laughs> you might make the seventh. <laughs> I always thought like that. She's like, shoot, skip that. Oh, Look, no. my mother had six kids, right? Mm-hmm. When she met my um, stepfather, he had three kids. I mean, uh, she had three kids. He ain't had no kids. Mm-hmm. And then she had three more with him. You see what I'm saying? Hey. Mm-hmm. But that was that was a different time, different mind. Thank you. It was okay to do that then. Different mind. When the state takes someone's kids away from them, they are obviously an unfit parent. So I would never date someone that's an unfit parent. I'm a parent. He became the Brady Bunch. I couldn't do it. He's so silly. (laughs) Silly. Uh, (laughs) I can't do that. I'm sorry. That was always a not, not for me. My, my came over with her um, best friend, and her, her best friend she told her daughter to come get her, and she said, "My, uh, my daughter coming to get us." She's kind of slow. My daughter coming to get us. She has got her kids taken away from her. I'm looking at her like this. I snapped my neck so quick. I said, "Why the hell you brought her here?" <laughs> if I would have known that, she would have been in the car. Mm. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't respect any woman to get their kids taken away from me. You, you compare, compare, you more, you care more about yourself than your kids, and you should see her too. She looked like a so so put so, it. So that that mean that mean if you tolerated if you tolerated six kids, how old were they? Uh, satellite. Um, seven, eight, nine. You loved it, her. You loved it, 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 her. Yeah, yeah. She got that uh, good, it, good. I, I loved love her so much. I, I stopped effing with her. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> uh, yeah. I evidently, I ain't love her too much, huh? You almost put a ring on it. To the base of the question is, would you, would you wait for somebody that's been in jail? Like me, like I said, it's case by case, depending on what they went to jail for and yep. how much of actual hustle spirit do they have. And that, and that's something you, like murder, murder rape. You, you right now, Kelly, ain't you? <laughs> oh, hell no. Excuse my language, but ugh. But you got to look at it, too. It I'll be time. there for you, you when you get out, Kelly. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Ooh, I was watching that today. I was never, I'm like, ugh. And he was talking about his history of being molested and all. Well, he had a choice. Go get some damn therapy. Ugh. I like Bre- the music though, but I would never Brady buy it. Brandy would be sitting sit up there waiting like a bug. Well, she said, uh, "Oh no, hold on, I was watching the Night Stalker." Yeah. You know the, you know the, you know the story of the Night Stalker in L.A. Yeah. Okay, he was a pedophile. 
he raped to kill old people. He yeah. killed over 23 <laughs> people plus. And people were, listen, listen, 20, I mean, he got life. He got death penalty anyway. During his trial, he had fans. Yeah, women. Like, what the hell is wrong no. with America? They were didn't you write? Pictures. I can't. Didn't you write to him? Hell no, he did. I was mad at the fact that I was mad. shut up. I was mad at the fact that he died of cancer before he got the chair. I said he need to change laws everywhere. You, it depends on the severity of the case. He should have been dead twenty years ago. But yeah, he kept appealing, appealing every time his death day came up. Brandy, um, like the case of um. Kwame Kilpatrick, would you have waited for him? Oh, uh, I knew he was going to yep. get out, yeah. Yep. Yep. She, I'll wait for him. He, I knew eventually he'd get out. I knew he wasn't going to serve 28 years. And but that's you got to realize who else was released. Here we go. But the, the worst <laughs> thing I hated, the fact that they released Watermelon, I'm sorry, Bo, Watermelon and Bo Bennett. From California, he was a drug lord. Okay, he destroyed many communities. I'm like, why you release him? But he did serve the most. He served 20 years. Kwame Kilpatrick, what he did, it's like, yeah, it's political stuff. White people do it every day, but they don't go to jail for it. So yeah, I would have. Uh, yeah, I'll wait for Kwame Kilpatrick. Brett, Brett, I think huh? you waiting. I think you gonna wait. You think what? I think you gonna wait on 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 a drug dealer, on a on a killer. No, I think, I think you gonna wait. No murder, murder. No murder is like one line you don't cross. It's like if you take another human being's life, you a different type of psychopath. Hey, shot said I'm not waiting but for quality either. Dang, okay. Damn, she just gangster. Well, you take you take another person's life. That's a different type of psychopath. Like for instance, you gotta have a good reason. And, oh, that person killed my child. I don't don't believe nothing Brandy said. It's not tit for tat. It's not tit for tat. Oh hell no! Whatever. Like, I would have been. In, but you like, know my boy came on death row. That. When he died, I'm gonna we get back together. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, no. Oh God, no. If you went to jail for something that is part of like using your brain, if you went to jail, let's say for instance, the person went to jail because I'm gonna give a simple a simple person I'm, I'm like I said I'm a sapiosexual, I like smart people. Now, if Edward Snowden would have went to jail, he was smart. He didn't go to jail because he was smart. But if Edward Snowden would have went to jail, I'll be waiting for him at the exit. I'm marrying you right now. Like I said, you'd be like, like I said, I'm you'd be in the courtroom, baby. I know you just got life. That means we're gonna be together forever. No, see, see, Edward Snowden was the person that told the world about yeah. what the, how the government used to, you the know, reason everybody, you know, because he fled to Russia. He, no, he fled to Japan. He wrote. He made sure all of these people. He might be from Russia now, but he he made sure every all news people, all the Associated Press people, knew a story before he turned himself in. Once he did that, everyone knew what happened. He compromised Man. the United States as far as treason. He may not be able to live in the United States ever in his life, but I will marry him because he's smart as hell and he did it right. Some people out here, we got the dumbest criminals in America. 